I'm not going to be before you long. I'm just, I want to share this with you. and then Nothing I can do can match what he's done. But if I not share his word, because it's the power unto salvation to those that believe. In Luke chapter 9, this was it was ironic to me. I just I began to read this and I was like, what's going on in the setting? And I went back a few verses and coming out of Luke, it's not the same as the others. So this kind of caught me off guard and I was like, wow, what a time to pronounce something like this. But what I'm about to read is what Jesus said to his disciples after he asked them, who do men say that I am? And they got all the questions and And then Peter said, (laughs) but after Peter had pronounced that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God, listen to what Jesus goes into. Verse 21, it said that he strictly warned and commanded them to tell this to no one. Don't say this to anybody. And he went on to say, and he said, the Son of Man must suffer. He must suffer many things and be rejected. Now hear all these key things in here that's taking place. He must, he must suffer many things. He must be rejected by the elders rejected by religious folk and the chief priest man he (laughs) Jesus was on a biscuit right here I mean, because he jumped all up in the church's porridge. He said, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. The ones that taught. The ones that would teach the Torah. And be killed. And be raised the third day. This is what I want to get into. Then he said to them all. Now you have to remember what, what just happened. What, what, just, what just took place. Somebody, somebody just said, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. Somebody 
confessed, just pronounced that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God. And now, Jesus says, if anyone desires to come after me, Let him deny himself. Let him take up his cross daily Don't just pick your baggage up on Sunday. He said, you got to take up your cross daily. That thing that weighs on your back. Oh, <laughs> this message might not be for everybody, so let me clarify. Let me, can I back up just a minute? Who do the crowds say that I am? Who does the world... Everybody outside of the church, who, who are they saying that I am? Who do you say? Come on, Christian. Come on, walk. will you walk this old dirty cobblestone path with me this morning? Who, who do you? Say that he is. Careful. Careful. <laughs> you couldn't be a priest and carry the ark any way you wanted to. Let's tie this together, can we? You can't carry God's glory any way you want to. Listen, you just, I don't know if you know but you just come out of an experience of a taste of his presence. God's glory doesn't come without, doesn't come with blessing without rebuking and rejection. I can see better, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You fix them eyes. But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, say, You're the Christ. 
You're the Christ. To those of you that have recognized, I'm not talking about the ones that carry your cross on Sunday. Talking to the ones that said, you're the Christ. You're the Son of God. What do you do when you You just called him Christ. You called him the Son of God. You want to follow him? Listen. This is good. The Son of Man must suffer. He said, I'm going to suffer. And I'm going to be rejected by everybody in the church. By everybody that professed to be Christians. They go reject me. And you upset because somebody says something about your shoes. I think God's really going somewhere right here. Right after you have made the confession that he is Jesus, he's the son of God, he's your savior, you chose to serve him. This is what he says. Read with me because I don't want you thinking that I put words in his mouth. I got a little sticker. <laughs> I got a little badge that goes on my Harley vest. It says, stop putting words in my mouth, dot, 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 God. <laughs> I don't want to put words in his mouth. Listen, check this. Listen, listen, listen. God, this is rich right here. Before I even get in it, it's rich. He said, if anyone desires to come after me, you, Christian, remember when I said this ain't for everybody, See, if you're a Christian, this is for you. Because it's right after the confession. <laughs> if you ain't serving God, you can relax. <sighs> this one ain't for you. Not yet. you desire to come after me let him deny himself aren't we a self-centered people yeah we are man we so self-centered I've got an Instagram page I said I I ain't trying to jump, y'all. I got an Instagram page. 
I got a Facebook. I got a Twitter. I want everybody in the world to see my page like I got something to say. I know y'all ain't like it. See, I get to stand up this morning, and I get to throw myself out there and say, you're the Christ. Take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whosoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profits a man if he gains the whole world? He himself is destroyed. For whoever is ashamed of me, remember when I said, sinner, you can relax. This wasn't for you. I'm on your side of the street now. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, Of him, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory. And in his fathers and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, this is the good part. He says, but I tell you truly, there are some standing here, there there are some of you that are sitting in here right now. Who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. You're the son of the living God. Peter makes this confession. He, he announces this great revelation from God in the midst of church folk. Come on. We can come in here. And lift up holy hands. Shout hallelujah. Maybe even get a jig. A dance. For some of us that don't know what the jig is. But. But we forget. When we depart. from this company and go into another.
We must be careful. You've made a confession. You've said that he is Christ. Now, are you willing to follow him? Because now, something else must take place. What he's telling them that's getting ready to take place or needs to take place isn't isn't a bearing issue of whether they can receive or confess him as Jesus. This is stating, if you're going to follow me. We think as long as we confess and say that Jesus is Lord, we're good. And the Bible specifically states that not everyone that calls Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom. Whew. Hold on a minute. He's talking about your Sunday saints and your everyday devils. See, he's talking about those that aren't willing to take up their cross. They're not willing to bear the heavy burden and go under submission and be in total humility and drag that thing that's called life on their back every day, denying their self. You want to sit down, but you deny yourself. You take the step. You want to take a break, but you deny yourself. You take another step. And you're doing it all for his name's sake. It's easy to give way. To what pleases our flesh. I'm so tired of sissy Christians. Can't stand it no more. Life ain't going to be good all the time. But the one I serve ain't missed a good day yet. Sissified Christian. Woe is me. My life never changes. You ain't denying yourself. <laughs> you put the filter on your Instagram. <laughs> you ain't denying. Your, you ain't showing everybody your ugliness. You're showing them the good side. Come on, Christian. We make sure that everybody in the world knows that we're going to church on Sunday. We just hope they forget about it on Monday. I don't know who that preacher is, but he preaching. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> what are we doing? 
Man, he just showed you this morning how much he loves you. To those of you that wanted to participate in his love, he, he showed that. He doesn't love without an expectation of reciprocating. And this is why I'm saying that. If he was to die on the cross and expected nobody to ever give the heart to him, he probably wouldn't have died, you think? But he knew. He's looking for reciprocating love. You ain't all that. Listen, you responded to an act of love. He didn't respond to you. See, we got it all we got it all wrong. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We got it all wrong. We think he responded to our wickedness. You missed it. Oh, I'm sorry. John 3:16. For God was so sorry for our wickedness that he sent his only son. That's not what it says. Oh, for God so Religion, guess what? You're not acquitted this morning. You've been charged this morning. Jesus didn't come so you can get out your wickedness. He came so he could love you. And it was out of your response. <laughs> that now you get to have a relationship for eternity. He don't want it just today. If all you have in, listen, <laughs> I know that baby ain't come, pay, pay attention. I know that baby ain't come yet. I know that baby ain't come yet, but you can't give up, right? All right, so when we say Jesus is hard, you can't give up. Man, we're quick to yield. We are quick to yield. It's like in my high school days. I was slow out the blocks and quick to yield. It's supposed to have been the other way around. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Tommy, go. Second Timothy. Listen, I, I, this was supposed to go together. It was supposed to. But understand this, that in the last day, this is Paul talking to Timothy. What Paul is telling Timothy, he is not telling Timothy about the world. Paul is addressing Timothy about the church. Understand this. 
in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. Y'all must not be having no difficulty. I think you ever been a couple amen. Glory. <laughs> Seemed like that passed away right there. For people will be lovers of self. Come on, that's not happening. Lovers of money? Come on. Not today. Man, we, we work for charity. Oh, man, if you can't pay me this week, no worries. I'd love to have some employees like you. Don't, don't worry about it this week. Man, we're good. Okay. Proud. They're arrogant. Abusive. You missed it. You, you lost me when I told you before that Paul is talking about the church. He said, you're abusive. You don't even care what you say to people. Lighthearted, not so lighthearted. I don't like them shoes. Doesn't matter. Didn't buy them for you. See, if you'd have caught me back in the day, I'd have said, that ain't what you like. Never mind. Proud, they're arrogant, they're abusive, they're disobedient to their parents. I mean, come on. We, we get excited in the church when we see children obey their parents. We, we have become so immune to this disobedient to our parents that it's almost like it ain't even a big sin. There ain't no big issue. Paul said, you don't believe, you don't believe children disobedient to parents? The, I need your name because I'm going to put you back in the children ministry. I know, some of you sitting here going, not my children. Yeah, your children. Come on. Come on, church. Disobedient to the Ungrateful. Ungrateful. You with me? Are you? He's. Talking about the church. And he said, all this is going to happen in the end times. The end of days. This Here's some way that you're going to know that you're living in the end days. Here's, here's a sign. Here's your sign. Right here. Here's your sign. Look, I ain't as old as <clears throat> some of us in here, but I didn't. Look, you didn't just be blatant disobedient to your parents. You get a hand handed to you. And it wasn't in a shake. <laughs> My daddy didn't come say, good boy.
look, look. Man, maybe we'll take a field trip. We'll go to the mall. I got ready to say one store, but I don't want a single Walmart out. But let's go to the mall. Man, you see unruly kids in there screaming at their parents and throwing themselves in Boy, you throw yourself in a boot. I'll put, I'll put the boot in it in a minute. Throw yourself on the floor. I'm going to take you the rest of the way through the store. And it didn't matter. I didn't care what you had to say to me about me. My kids ain't going to be disrespectful. You're not doing it. Straighten your tail up. But now we watch it. Go down the sugar aisle. <laughs> watch them kids upside down, boy, dragging a mama down the aisle by the hair of her head. I want cookies. <laughs> Ungrateful. Heartless. Unappeasable. I'm trying to stay away from that word. I didn't miss it. He's talking to the church. Unholy. Still trying to find in the Bible what God said. <laughs> Don't be arrogant, for I'm not arrogant. Don't be proud, for I'm not proud. He, but he does, he does, in fact, say, be holy. We don't want to hear that, man. Pastor, there you go with that holiness preaching again. Yes, sir. I am. <laughs> Let me give you an analogy just because it comes to my head like this. I'm driving the bus, and as long as I'm driving the bus, Jesus is going to be able to get on there without a stench. If you're stinking, get off. Be holy. Live holy. Present yourself. We don't take, LB, we don't take this thing serious. We really, we don't take it This is a Sunday event. That's it. Every once in a while, you'll hiccup, stump your toe, come in Wednesday, hope somebody pray for you and get healed. But Sunday event. And he's warning you right now. He's telling you, hey, you're in the end days. How disappointing would this be if God said that when he created you and you were born and you were sent from heaven into your mother's womb and you were, and you were blessed to come out and, and everything is running good and God said, I'm going to give him the first nine years of his life and I'm really not going to expect a whole lot. But for the next ten years of his life, I'm expecting him to accomplish bang, 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 bang. And for the next three years after the nine years, you didn't do that. 
But for the six after that, you were okay. How disappointing is this going to be? I had you planned out. (laughs) There was this one guy that you passed by. You remember that one day when you were... (laughs) You were late for an appointment. (laughs) And I set him in your place. And you drove right by. You didn't give it a second thought. But that guy? (laughs) Yeah, that, uh, that guy was Billy Graham. You serve me, you, you, but you missed a keystone in your creation because you thought that your other three years was more important than the latter six. Sometimes it's hard to talk to daddy knowing I was a hellion. Because I often wonder, you may not, I do. I often wonder. I I used to condemn myself. But he taught me through scripture that I didn't have to condemn myself. So I often wonder Because he told me in his word that I'll restore to you the time. Just hang on a minute, man. We're going somewhere, JT. This will be pretty good right here. See, God, where could I have been? If I would have really taken you seriously my whole life, I thought of really taking you seriously. What could I have accomplished for your kingdom? See, I, I, I ask this. See, I don't know about you. I don't want to I don't want to disappoint Daddy. I want daddy to smile upon me and say, good job. Well done. I want that. That should be your desire. We can't get caught up in the condemnation of missing because here's the goodness of God. Here's the goodness of God. This goodness of God is called grace. He, he expels this grace thing on your life where he doesn't take you back. <laughs> you remember? You remember? You in like flamboyant. Yeah. Uh-oh. Guess what? He said, 
Everything else is still way back there. I ain't got to do it again. I don't have to start all over. See, too many times you think in your mind that if you sin, you got to start all over again. And God said, huh, huh, I got grace in my pocket, baby. Let me put you up here. The enemy is the one trying to condemn you. He's trying to discourage you. He plays in your little peanut. And God's saying, stop, man, stop. Sometimes I wish he'd just come out of heaven and just go, and just stay here and just look at you and go, man, come on. Because... He's got so much in store for us. We don't want to line ourselves up with him. Heartless. Christian, y'all not heartless, right? Christian people are not heartless. We love people, man. We pour our hearts out to people, right? Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So some of you just got some nasty still in you. And you and you still do it. It's heartless. We don't care. I don't care how you feel. It's about me today. That's who it's about. Why, why do you think the world stands in the face of divorce? Being LB was talking about this this morning. Divorce is rampant. It's everywhere. I mean, they've gotten, look, divorce is so bad now, we don't even get married to get divorced. We try this thing out for a while. Let's see if we love each other, we just lust each other. How about that, huh? We'll try this thing out for about 5, 6, 12 years, and then we'll see what happens. Boy, what a bad decision. <laughs> we have to stop trying Jesus. Stop your trying. Listen, that's what you're doing. You wait. Something comes up. You try Jesus. Because, and, and here... I'm going to make you feel real good about yourself because I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming those that preach that crap behind the pulpit. You want the true gospel? This is what it says. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he will reap. As long as this earth shall endure, there will be seed, time, and harvest. Listen, baby. You, you sowed that seed. That thing to hit the ground. It's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up. Now, listen, you might give your heart to Jesus, and that's a good thing. Because Jesus has got this trick in his pocket. It's called grace. I truly think I believe, I know, whatever you reaped 
in your earlier years when you wasn't under the protection of God Almighty. You're going to reap. Because the Bible says, if you, if you don't reap from that seed, I can't believe none of this Bible. If I can't believe that, I can't believe none of this. Because Scripture tells me that everything in this Bible is the inspired word of God. He's either God or he's not. This is either true or it's a lie. I choose to believe it. To each his own. If you plant that seed, sweetheart, it's coming back. Now, because of God's grace and his love for me as a child of God, now, I believe he steps in. And he says, well, we're going to hold the rain back for a minute. We're not going to let it rain on that seed and cause that seed to really flourish. Oh, you're going to have to make the harvest. But you may not have to harvest the whole field. <laughs> it may... Come on, be truthful to yourself. If you had the seed that you planted, you're dead. You with me? Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Heartless and unappeasable, slanderous. The church? No. Without self-control? Come on, that's a fruit of the Spirit. That, look, that's in the church, self-control. Without self-control. In the church? Brutal. Man, that word. Brutal. Not loving good. When I read that, that kind of hurt. That kind of stung. Not loving good. We'll tolerate the bad, but we won't love the good. Treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Come on, it. Come on. Hear me, church. Come on. You don't think we got a world full of conceit? The church. I know, this will make some of them mad. I'm, but I'm a small town. They'll probably never see me anyway. I'm so small, it doesn't really matter. But, oh, it's, it's not the ministry anymore. It's not even the church name anymore. It's gone from all that to their name. 
hit me if you want to. The ministry that was birthed by Jesus Christ and was birthed through man as disciples of Christ and will always be the ministry of Jesus Christ. I don't care who's explaining the word to you. It's not their ministry. We are conceited. We're blown up. We're puffed up. When you get too big for your riches that it has to go from, listen, here's an idea for you, okay? When it goes from one church or it goes from Gateway Christian Ministries to Rocky Nicely Ministries, run. That's your ticket out here without me ever having to call you and saying, come on, get, get smart, quit being stupid and get back in church. Run. Fast, long, and hard. Run. We use platforms. I'm getting on a soapbox because I'm tired of people juggling my Jesus around. He's not for sale. He's not some whore. You're not some pimp. We use this platform to excel ourselves Shame on you. How dare you? Now, I'm not saying that some people that get up on, on stage that are worship leaders and sing and they've got their own deal, that that's not what they're called to do. I'm not, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you this. If I'm getting up here with the sole purpose of it, if I'm getting up here, I am wrong If I'm getting up here to preach this, to excel myself, I'm wrong. That's why I don't care what you think about me. I'm not in a popularity contest. doesn't matter. I'm going to try to give you this, the best that I can give you, with all the love in it that I can give you in it. But we're going to talk about Jesus, and we're going to talk about living a holy life. We're going to stop this juggling Jesus. Circus is down the road. This ain't the house. I want to be in his presence. I want to see him touch people's lives. I want to see lives transformed. I don't want you just to hear the word. I want you to be transformed by the word. Because if you walk, you walk the same way every day. If you ain't struggling with something in your life to fix, you ain't trying to change. That was hot word right there. And I think that comes straight from the because if you listen, man, Holy Spirit ain't in you convicting you to change something. He is the one that's bringing you closer and closer to God. He cannot bring you into God's presence with your unholy self. Yeah, I'm hard on that. Been called a perfectionist a couple times in my life, but I know you can't be perfect. 
doesn't give you an excuse not to strive to be better. I'm not asking you to be Jesus. I'm asking you to be like Jesus. Because you'll never be Jesus. You, you, miss, you miss that from the uh-oh. You know what I mean if you've had children. You, we're swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And this is why this ties into Luke. Because Luke said, you've got to give yourself up. Because look, none of, none of any of this happens. Consider this, okay? I'm not a theologian by any stretch of my, but consider this for a minute. For people will be lovers of self. That's the first thing that come up. And the first thing he said was to take up your cross. So money doesn't come unless you're a lover of self. Proud and arrogant, it doesn't come unless you're a lover of self. Abusive, disobedience, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable. All of this is going through the same sewage pipe. Lover of self. That's what I believe the Holy Spirit would have me say to you right now. Get over yourself. You can't make it to heaven on your own. Brother, there ain't a cross that you can die on that'll get you into the kingdom. Not a cross that you can die on. There's one that you can kneel to. So this goes to Christian and sinner alike. You're the Christ, the Son of of the living God. You've recognized both sinner and saint. You've recognized it. You spoke it. You said it. Now Jesus said, you want to follow me? It's one thing to tell me who I I know who I am. Satan knows who I am. But he ain't following me. It's one thing to state something about Jesus. It's another thing to walk Jesus. So he said that you're going to have to die to yourself. You're going to have to take up your cross. And you're going to have to follow me. What does that mean? Well, he told you. I must suffer. People are going to reject So what are you following after? Man, think about that for a minute. You're the Christ. I want to follow you. Did you just hear what he said? 
<laughs> I'm going to have to suffer. I got to be rejected by men. I got to die. <laughs> you ran to the altar. <laughs> I want to do this. That's how good the Holy Spirit is. Because when he convicts you, he takes blinders off. Would you? Boom, just go, just go, run. Now he's calling you to die to yourself. Pick up your cross. <laughs> you want to stop? I'm, a, I'm, I'm closing. Y'all hating me, ain't you? Man, y'all tired and... That's okay. I just don't want you on fire. That kind of fire. I like that kind of fire. You're going to have to choose. And if you want out of the life that you're in, you can't just go. You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. You have to take up your cross. In all the pain, in all the suffering, the anguish, the rejection, the turmoil, you got to take it all. And you're going to have to say, I know what it looks like to you. Doesn't matter. It's foolish in your eyes. Man, we've been working on this thing for centuries. We still don't have it right. We're too religious. Man, we're so hung up. Why didn't you come back to church last week? Well, Pastor, you know, I done what you told me to do. I give my heart to Jesus. I went to the altar. I done all. I went out Tuesday night. Well, Well, Pastor, I done what you told me to do. I give my heart to Christ. And I went home, and she was still the same old woman. So why I got to do anything else? Why I got to do anything? 
I hear that. Some of you sitting in here with a condemning spirit that you've already messed up. Why try to change now? I've already done it. That's religion because you've been exposed. You, you've been exposed <laughs> to the good church, you know, the ones that are proud and arrogant and abusive and disobedient to the parents and ungrateful and unholy, heartless and unbe- You've been exposed to those people. So now if you go and try to give your heart to Christ or do the right thing or walk the right walk, you're scared of what they're going to say because they are going to say it to you. Father, in Jesus' name. How many times? How many times they got to go to the altar? I thought they'd done that last week. Come on. You've said it. Really got some problems. They at the altar every week. Guess what? You should be right beside them. You got problems too. Man, if we if we would be so diligent and so zealous of getting our lives right, as we are pointing out everybody else's lives that are wrong. I'm so full of word right now. Jesus went and he, and, he, and he prayed. He prayed to the Father for his disciples. He said, I'm praying for the world. I'm, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for the ones that you give me. I'm praying that they become one as we are one. We can't do that without love. That whole chapter is about unity. And here he is praying to God that we become one. You know that you are the temple. See, we think that once we got into the New Testament, that the Old Testament temple went away, and we, by our lonesome, are the temple. That you is plural. You as in the church. Do you not know you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Because he said, Father, I pray that they become one. Are we okay? Do I have to quit? I ain't quitting. He said, I pray that you become one, that they become one as you and I are one, so that the world will see that you sent me. (laughs) And you're worried about seeing signs and miracles and wonders. And he, he... Look, man, if Jesus' prayers don't get answered, I quit. I ain't praying no more. Because he prayed nothing but the will of the Father. And he said, I pray that they become one, as you and I are one, so that they 
the world will know you sent me. Father, I pray that every time the pastor preaches that souls come to know Christ. He did, he's not praying that. Father, I pray that every time the pastor lays hands on somebody, they are healed. He's not praying that. He said, man, if I can get you to perfect just one thing in the body of Christ, that you love one another. Not this old sacrilegious stuff that you're doing. I'm talking about loving one another. If you love me, you'll sacrifice for me. That's, I'm, <sighs> See, the greedy ones, they'll throw that on you and say that you won't sacrifice. You don't do this and you don't do that and you don't do this and you don't. And you look at a track record, they ain't never done nothing for themselves, ever. But they want you to do it all. That's not love. Love is reciprocating. <laughs> Never mind. I pray that they become one. What more of a witness of God's love than for somebody to walk through that back door that does not know Jesus Christ and look around and look at people that just love each other. I mean, they come in. Ken, they don't, they don't hear people talking about other people. Like you. See, one of them just dropped his head. He said, I didn't point you out. I just said, one of you. See, as long as you just keep looking at me, won't nobody know it was you. But if they come in and seen the love of God, guess what Jesus just prayed? That they know that he sent him. All of your dancing and twirling and screaming and shouting and spitting, throwing shoes and babies, that ain't going to bring somebody to Christ. It's the love that you show. Listen to one another. Tommy, go. It's, um, I stopped you at seven. Um, flip. Um, ha! There it is. Man, I didn't even get to that point. I'm not keeping you. It says having the appearance of godliness, but deny, denying its power. That's a total different sermon. Avoid such people. You've seen the people that we were talking about. Hello? All those people that we were talking about. Paul told Timothy, avoid such people. <laughs> That's not very loving. He said, avoid them. Now, y'all going to be looking at me every time I walk up. Y'all going to see me. I'm going to go, whoop. And they're going to go, am I hateful? Am I mean? Am I? 
Bible says to avoid such people. And he's talking about church people. Lord, have mercy on our soul. We invite these people over for dinner. I've had you at my house a time or two, ain't I, Jade? I'm joking. I'm done. But I know the Holy Spirit's not done. Will you hear a heart's plea? Give up. Surrender. Give your heart to God. And pick up your cross. And follow Him. can't make it through life without him you can find the end of life without him but you cannot make it through life without him he loved you so much so much